unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative. She's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. My power's Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. Joining me today is Dr. Oz because there is a lot to talk about where Pennsylvania is concerned and his race for the U.S. Senate. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Oz. How are you today? I love being with you, Rose. Oh, same here. Same here. I really enjoy our time together. And there's so much to talk about right now. And let's let's look at Pennsylvania. And actually, Pennsylvania is not unlike any other state in the union right now, because when you go to the grocery store, the shelves are practically empty. Um, and what you, if you do find something you want, the price is so, so high. Gas prices, astronomical. And businesses still in the state are still struggling to stay afloat after everything that happened through the pandemic. When you look at these things, how do you want to help the people of Pennsylvania, the business people, just the, the citizens of Pennsylvania? Well, what, is, what infuriates people is they have the answer. They know exactly what to do, mm. to your point, and it doesn't require that much effort. Primarily, they want the federal government out of their hair. We've got government regulations often passed by unelected bureaucrats who, you know, pencil pushers who make rules that don't really make uh, a lot of sense if you're working in different businesses. Let's say energy is an example. Uh, they're, uh, they're ostensibly created in order to make us safer, but they actually don't even do that. And yet they hold back the ability of industry to address critical features of our economy, like how to power the darn place. How do you turn the electric switch on and get energy to come to your office building, factory, pizza parlor, whatever? And because we have hindered the ability of producers of natural gas to pull material from under our feet that could provide national security for us, dramatically reduce fuel costs, thus reducing inflation, and provide security to our allies overseas, which would stifle what the Russians are trying to do, we're leading to a global catastrophe. And yet much of this is caused because of an ideological fracture. The liberal portion of the Democratic Party is avidly against any kind of fossil fuels. They believe anything that's not green is toxic. If you ever bring up the idea of a non-green initiative, you're a horrible human being and should be canceled. And for that reason, we end up with activists, often Marxist-bent activists, lawyers who can have frivolous lawsuits to hold back uh, progress in, for example, pipelines, and you even have state and federal officials, uh, and, and, and I'm talking about middle-level bureaucrats, again, that have been the leadership, making rules that hold us back. We can do better. Yeah, we can. And when you think about, uh, for example, the um, XL pipeline and, oh, the White House excuse is that the pipeline would take two years to complete and... Um, and the, the price of oil, it's not going to affect the price of oil now. So listen, if, if, if they hadn't canceled it at all, we'd be one year in and one year to go, number one. Number two, the price of oil, often t- it's based on future market prices. So, I mean, that's just a bunch of baloney and uh, just a huge excuse to not get back because of their ideology, as you just mentioned. Well, they say they've got 9,000 permits, but you need a road to get to the permit, and you need a permit for the road to get to the drilling spot. So it's not what they say. More importantly, to your point, energy producers are not going to pull energy out of the ground because you're offering them a good price today. They're going to pull energy out of the ground because they believe the business will be allowed to function 
uh, without government interference uh, for several years so they can pay back whatever debts they incur by building the pipeline, making the rig drill the hole. These are capital-intensive businesses. No one is going to do it as a favor to Joe Biden when they know that the next possible opportunity he has, he'll he'll kneecap them. And for that reason, no one's pulling oil or, or gas out of the ground. This is a massive problem, Rose, because we, as, as we sit idle, our federal le- leadership, uh, weak as it is, is out there negotiating with Iran to figure out if we can beg for oil. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if they blow up Israel, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not really a big price to pay, they argue, because you get to keep America green. They're willing to negotiate with Maduro in Venezuela, a dictator, with a heinous record similar to Putin's, and they'll do that because they don't want to pull up energy under our ground. You do realize, uh, Rose, and I, but I don't know if your 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 listeners do, that Pennsylvania could power all of New England with wow. natural gas, but we are not allowed to ship our natural gas across New York or, frankly, even into New Jersey because the Attorney General there stifled, shut us down. Again, exactly. this is not based on any ecological issue. It's based on ideology. But because of that, guess what? They buy their natural gas from Colombia. So now they're, high, they're they're taking it out of the ground in a country that does not have our clean standards, does not carefully pull in the methane. It's shipped with, you know, up up the you know the, the uh, up the ocean, Atlantic Ocean, which consumes a lot of energy. And then they do the exact same thing they were going to do anyway, which is use natural gas. So the world is not better off, but they feel better. Mm-hmm. And you know, they get the mm-hmm. pearl clutch. And you know, they, they at least they know they didn't contribute by allowing their country to pump natural gas, even though it's the cleanest source of energy out there. I'll give you a number that blew my mind. I was out in Pittsburgh this week with toby rice and i, I actually gave this uh, line uh, to your to our mutual friend sean hannity on a show <laughs> friday night but what but let's finish what toby taught me he said if we would allow our natural gas producers to replace foreign coal not american coal foreign coal the impact would be the same as if every single gas car in america was converted to electric so electrifying the fleet it would wow. be the same the same as putting a solar panel on every roof in america and doubling all of our wind energy production all combined together if we just allowed our natural gas producers to export natural gas. Think about that. Yet we don't have an LNG plant that can convert natural gas to a liquid version that can be shipped overseas. And so we're losing jobs. We're losing money. We're suffering from inflation and our allies are being hurt all because someone sitting in their office building in Philadelphia thinks, wouldn't that be nice if we didn't pump natural gas? Yeah, isn't that something? And you know, and it's unfortunate too because these are the facts and and yet truth doesn't seem to matter. And just going back real quick to the 9000 permits that are out there, you know, Biden's got an EPA that made the rules that govern drilling so difficult to interpret. It's almost it's so risky for many of these smaller drillers um who have to rely on banks and uh and who don't know that uh, that they might turn around and find out that the EPA has decided that they can't do what they were doing because they're so difficult to interpret those rules in the first place. So it's like a catch-22. Um, so when the White House gives us all these excuses, they're not being completely honest with us. Um, and, and, and it's uncertain. No, it's it's worse. Uncertain. They're hypocrites. Yeah. They're not even completely honest. It's You're, you're too polite. <laughs> <laughs> they're, active, they're hypocrites. They know that what they're saying is not going to change anything. And you said this brilliantly earlier. If we message that we're back in the energy production business, that information will dramatically silent or chill the energy markets. We're not going to have the, right. the, the volatility and the ridiculous prices we have. It's been very difficult to be a farmer today in Pennsylvania. You cannot afford the energy prices to do all the things required tractoring, shipping your products. Uh, you can't get the fertilizer anymore. Uh, and, and there's no help in sight. And no one seems to care. And yeah, after a while, you get upset. Why are you working your hands to the bone? 
uh, when no one seems to, to, to understand what your challenges are. You know, that's why the 2022 elections are so very, very important right now. And uh, and listen, we have to go with candidates that we know can win it, can take it all the way uh, through the general election. One of the other issues here, when well, I mean, overall, is our how weak we look to world leaders. And I think a lot of us are just looking and thinking, gosh, you know, um, China is seeing what Russia is getting away with. North Korea is, is watching the same way. And you, you got to worry about our future when we are presenting such weak leadership at home. Well, imagine if you're Xi, the Chinese premier sitting in Beijing right now, and you're wondering, I wonder if the Americans or the Europeans are actually going to do anything about Putin. Because so far, heinous uh, activities have been tolerated. Uh, He was offered a deal. He turned it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's gotten all the things he wanted and more, and he still wasn't satisfied. And so now he's invaded a country, which I think was a catastrophe on his part and horrible for the people of the Ukraine. Um, And I feel terribly watching this footage like everyone else does every every evening. Uh, And yet, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, what is he thinking as he's watching this? He's thinking, gosh, these people, these Americans and Westerners, they don't seem to care about the atrocities repeated, uh, you know, when there hasn't been a land war in Europe of this nature for 70 years. And maybe if they tolerate it in their own backyard, they're not going to say much when I invade Taiwan, which I've already sort of planned on doing. And we know that, by the way, because he's conditioned his people. The Chinese don't convince people. They condition people. He's gotten his people to believe that that's and 70 percent of them do that they should invade taiwan because it's historically part of their land and it's their divine providence and so they should have it and that's the same argument that putin made about the ukraine and the crimea by the way you know seven eight years ago so we're sitting here wondering if if, if we're just leading g to the next stage of a global conflict and here's the story you know russia is not a huge economy uh, there are things we can do that really hurt them and uh, you know it, it over the long period it's not going to work out well for them but china is a whole different game they're much more difficult for us to isolate many of their allies aren't going to take direction from us just like many people are still buying russian oil and the chinese have a the bigger uh, challenge they know in their unstable economics and political system that they cannot afford to allow america to thrive they must destroy us okay. because here's the challenge every country watching right now is saying okay America's got a thriving uh, economy based on a democracy. That's a pretty good model. Let's copy that. But wait a minute. What if that falters? What's plan B? Plan B is China, a totalitarian, overreaching dictatorship with a surveillance state model of watching and monitoring everything you do and giving you points based on how well you will cooperate with the government's desires. And if that's the only way of having an economy that works and China dominates, well, that's what the world's going to do. We're fighting for the soul of the planet here, Rose. Yes, we really are. And listen, and we are very much dependent upon China when you consider our uh, prescription drugs or generic, especially, and then penicillin. I mean, we are... In many ways, very dependent upon China for different reasons, uh, as much as we are dependent upon Russia for uh, oil. So it, it's very frightening, and we need right. We need good leadership. We really do. And when we talk about that, you know, so far I've been very pleased with um, our conversations in the past. And you still see out there. Oh well, Doctor Oz said this on his show, and he said that on his show. Doctor Oz, who are you? I understand personally because I have family in the entertainment business i've been in this business for a long time 
I understand all of that. But I want to hear and I want listeners to hear from you who you are. I think that we picked up a lot of it already uh, in this podcast, but there is there is a Dr. Oz who cares very much about the future of this country and cares about this state. Well, I am a conservative outsider, Republican, have been my whole life, voted for Ronald Reagan in my first election, strongly pro-life, strongly pro-Second Amendment. Uh, listen, I've hunted my whole life. My dad took me hunting in central Pennsylvania when I was uh, about 12, 13 years old. But I recognize it's not about hunting. Second Amendment is about every law-abiding American citizen being allowed to buy the gun of their choice. And I have fought on these battles on national television, and I will continue to fight in the biggest uh, playing fields out there to make sure that I protect the people uh, who, who vote for me. In, in my life, I have taken on big pharma, big chemical companies, big tech companies, taken on the U.S. government. I've won these wars because I understand what it means to, to go to battle with big moneyed players who are winning the culture wars and republicans walk into the, these dangerous situations with no you know you know index cards and we, we're going into a knife fight we cannot yeah. be hedging and hawing and you know looking at tiny itty bitty documents around the national budget and you know spreadsheets you have to do that as well but we need bold, loud voices within the conservative Republican Party that say, no, the culture war, which is taking over academia, all of our uh, uh, media businesses, uh, it's a CEO suite of companies, that you were wrong. What you're thinking as you pearl clutch in your, you know, in your limousines is not what's really happening to the average American. And Main Street has not been heard. I will make sure that our voice is loud. I appreciate that. And thank you again for taking the time to spend with me here on Rose Unplugged. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much. God God bless, Rose. Take care. Listen, I want to remind everyone that my podcasts are made available because of the generosity of MyPillow. Now, if you go to MyPillow, check it out. It's MyPillow.com. And if you put in promo code ROSE, you can get up to 66% off any item uh, on that page and I have everything I've got the Giza sheets and I love them they're in my dryer right now I love the Giza sheets I feel like I sleep better with them they're soft they are comfortable um, I've got the my pillow pillows my dog has the dog pill the dog pillow and uh, dog bed and the slippers let me tell you something I wear those slippers as soon as I get home and until I go to bed. I love them. It's like someone's just like hugging your feet. It feels so good and they're warm and they're cozy and they're comfortable. So listen, there's everything there is top notch. MyPillow.com promo code ROSE for up to 66% off. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more later this week.